You guys ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Okay, ready? One, two, three, Go. and... Hey! Hey, 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 relax, relax. <laughs> oh, sorry, relax. sorry. Welcome. Every... I might need your guys' help a little bit. Okay, okay, do this, okay. <laughs> I might need okay. your help steering the ship we a little it. bit okay. today. Is we there a way it. to get this cord out of the way? <laughs> no. Is there a way you can stop I, complaining? This cord's <laughs> blocking my view of Tucker, and I, don't, I can't lean over here. I have to, right. It's right here. I am going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Thank you. I'll just shut my eyes. Yeah. Um, welcome everybody to another episode of Chew. Ah, he can't do it. Ruined it. Uh, Chew bubblegum and kick, kick ass. ass. Kick yeah. ass. Yes. Okay. We've been off for a week. We missed a week. Just um, a week? I, I swear it's been such a dead zone. It feels like longer than that. Well, we, not just because of the podcast, but in life. We missed a week because of like and releasing. Like, yeah. We didn't have an episode come out last week when we were supposed to. Gotcha. So. Sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> Suck Our a butt. Boring public. Oh, <laughs> it's very disappointing. Yeah, they are. I'm one of hosts, Brett Battostain. Hey, hey Brett. Bert. I'm another one of the hosts. My name is Dylan Hawes. Hey, Dale. Hey, Dale. <laughs> hey, Dale. Hey, Dale. 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 Hey, Dale. We are recording. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Excellent. I'm, I'm not, Tucker. I'm and you're re- Tucker. Yeah. Hi, Tucker. Um, I'm not redoing this. Anyways, we are yeah. here today <laughs> to declare a winner of our is that what we're doing? director blind spot uh, series. Terrific. So we're, we're the winners. We're going to be talking about which movie we think I, wins this series between my movie, which was Alejandro Jodorowsky's oh God. Uh, Santa Sangre. Santa Sangre. Santa Sangre. Dylan's Sam Peckinpah's The Wild, the Wild Bunch. Bunch. Ah, great movie. And Tucker's Wong Kar Wai's In the Mood for Love. Ah, great movie. I, great I'm, movie. <clears throat> I'm very happy that we just spent like 45 minutes fucking around before we started recording and we did not come up with a special topic. Oh, category. I did. Oh, good. Thank God. <laughs> Thank We're God. Good. Okay, good. Okay. Um, it's called Blind Spot Filled. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, okay. This is my nose and this is my finger on it. <laughs> <laughs> so. For those of you who haven't listened before, come up with it. Yeah, when we do these and the winner is episodes, we do it based on a few categories, and then we discuss which movie we think wins that category. If it wins the category, it gets a point, and whoever, whichever movie has the most points at the end of it, wins. And then the other two movies are killed off, and they are erased. Obliterated. They're obliterated. They are erased from movie history. Yeah. From human history. Um, so we've modified the two-pointer though, right? Yes. Okay. It now is best in show? No, the two-pointer is now the cat. The like cat. The, the one the that hits spe- category. Of yes. course. Of course. Um, okay. Okay. Because so it used to be cry macho is worth we, two points. Yeah, but how do, Okay. okay well, so, we'll get there, I guess. But So if we do this again, if we do blind spot directors again, <clears> how do we- say, say the Wild Bunch gets erased mm-hmm. from existence. And so Does Dylan all comes Sam back and he's like, I don't know any Sam Peckinpah because he's never heard of any. Yeah, I've never even gone. heard. And this movie's been gone. Now no, you're right. Gone. You're creating. You're uh, pointing out a paradox in our 
in, in our system Well, here. I say we cross that bridge when we get there. I agree. <laughs> Roads? I'm sure we'll come up with some bullshit reason to do anything that we want to do. <laughs> oh, my God. I am, I am curious how we're going to say which category fits the bill of okay. yeah. a so blind spot. Really quick, really quick, yeah. let's just go through the categories. Most unexpected, mm-hmm. most influential, mm-hmm. best in show, uh-huh. prime macho, and then blind spot filled. And I think what we got to do with blind spot filled is we got to discuss... What which we think is the biggest blind spot, and how well that movie fills the blind spot. That, yeah, I, I think that's exactly what I'm saying. That's like, exactly we, what worries me. <laughs> yes. How do we? Which because this movie, is a subjective category. It's a subjective. Which uh, movie gave scenario. its its person the best idea of who that filmmaker is? By you know definition, I mean? we don't know. But, well, well, we can we can discuss them and say yes. who has the who do we think has the better handle on their filmmaking but i also think it it needs okay. to be discussed in context of like the broader spectrum of cinema sure. which is maybe the most pretentious thing i've ever said in my life yeah i think we should this is what i'm saying this. this is going to be <laughs> so the broader spectrum so, of cinema it's with so Brett subjective. <laughs> baby um okay <laughs> and what i mean by that is just like sam peckinpah wong kar wai alejandro yodorowsky mm-hmm. which of those directors like is the most like who do you need to see the most like which mm. is like the biggest blind spot okay. you know what i mean sure. like is having not seen uh peck well, and pop more of a blind spot than yodorowsky well, you know and, what i mean and right. okay and here's here's something but we're not that... there yet dylan oh sorry yeah so i'll, you, I'll be quiet now <laughs> you, you stop talking we'll let <laughs> no, no, you know go, what were you gonna we say to the no I, I do need to say it because i will forget okay um um Farts? No. Um, oh fuck! He lost it. <laughs> no, <Sorry. laughs> exactly. No, I think if I'm not mistaken, all of these were blind spots. Well, for all of us. Although I think you'd seen some Peck and Paul. I've seen a lot of Peck and Paul. Okay, yeah. okay. But the other two, at least, I think all of us hadn't really seen very much of any right. of it. So it was mm-hmm. like blind spots for all three of us. So, which I think kind of works. It does work. I, th- yeah. That's fine. I, anyway, yeah. that's. I just wanted to bring that into the scenario later. So just just edit this portion and, and send it. Tack it onto the back. Tack it onto the back. Tack it onto the back. Okay. So the first category is most unexpected. Oh, most unexpected. Yeah. We're starting there. Yes. Okay. Most unexpected. Hmm. I don't know. Well, so one thing with Santa Sangre that was really unexpected for me was um, how easily digestible it was mm-hmm. yeah yeah that the, the story wasn't so involved and uh uh and it wasn't esoteric it wasn't as abstract as yeah, i thought abstract. it was gonna there be there you go yeah it was almost like a perfect level of abstract surrealism and straightforward story um yeah, that was sure. like easy to grasp sure and well especially by at some point through it you realize oh this is just um psycho like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and you expected it to to be in in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. That, that, true. That, that, that was a pretty. Expected. That's a pretty on the nose. Hey! <laughs> Different language. We all did that. <laughs> hey, I can understand it. Yeah. <laughs> Ish. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was really unexpected. Uh, yeah. For okay. Santa Sangre. For me, for uh, the Wild Bunch, the I guess the most unexpected for me was just how legitimately well the movie holds up from you know it's the oldest of the movies Mm -hmm. and as we went on about during our talk about the movie like it it doesn't need to be updated right like Mm -hmm. you could just 
release it as is, especially the action sequences, the way that they're filmed, the way that it's presented, the the pacing of it all. I was it, to me that's mm-hmm. unexpected because I do anticipate something from a movie that old, like fifty plus years old. Yeah. To be like, yeah. ah, you know, it's good for the time, but you know, it'll be updated. But honestly, I don't see how you would update other than like the danger to animals part of it yeah. would have to be adjusted. But the, well, it's amazing. Like so many of those movies, like <clears throat> Magnificent Seven and things like that, have been remade and like yep. done again. They've never done it with this, and I think that's because it's so like specific. It's very specific. It's yeah. Like it's not just uh, you know guys riding into town getting in trouble yeah. Western. It's Which got, all, honestly, it makes like, me it think that it has to exist as it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and it kind it all kind of has been like updated in the sense that there are filmmakers who were very heavily inspired by this movie very much and then went on we'll to there. make yeah went on to make like their own versions of the wild bunch you mm-hmm. know what i mean so like the idea of there's been we talked about it in the episode there's been talks of like doing remakes for a remake of it for like years sure and the idea of do, like it's already been updated in the ways that it needs to be from like no country for old men yeah and stuff like right. that unforgiven yeah. you know what i yeah. mean like it's been done yeah there's no reason to dust off the title right dust off the title and <laughs> make right. it ex- like the same characters in the same the situation right yeah. like the way to update stuff is to tell new stories yeah with the same yeah. kind of idea well, right? right i think that's part of what and explore them in different ways mm-hmm. and that's part of what i'm saying is like it is un- unexpectedly relevant Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. to today like it's in a 50 year old movie and it doesn't feel out of place just a 50 year old movie that's taking place yeah even earlier years <laughs> earlier oh yeah, yeah 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 i just mean sure exactly so yeah and, and part of that being as i was talking about in it when we talked about it before the focus on non-white characters as being like the driving force for mm-hmm. basically everything that's going on which to me that was unexpected right. for a movie that came out in 69 right yeah. mm-hmm. damn so, yeah, and there we go. And in the for... mood for love was unexpected. In that <laughs> I, I, I think the same reason I probably hadn't seen it was that I was hesitant because I was like, I'm, I'm it's never gonna, in the mood it's for love. Be too challenging. I hate love. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> or or I felt like I was gonna have a hard time with it. It was mm-hmm. gonna be things that I didn't, you know, and it was gonna hold me at long, arm's length. I think is what I expect half the time from things like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And I just how into it I was immediately Mm -hmm. and how accessible it was Mm -hmm. and how, and I love how, uh, I honestly, I'm a huge Peckinpah fan and I wasn't (laughs) expecting to walk away from this being like, Oh, I think I should win, but I, I kind of was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think this is the best one. Um, <laughs> you know what was really unexpected for me with "In the Mood for Love" was actually the the second time that I started watching yeah. it. Like the first time, it was pretty challenging for me, in in some ways, just like keeping up with all of the jumps and like the way it's edited together mm-hmm. and stuff, and mm-hmm. how the story unfolds was kind of challenging for me to. Um, keep up with at times but the second time I watched it I was like oh this is now that I know how yeah. everything goes and how everything plays out watching it the second time made it so easy for me to keep up with what was happening yeah. throughout the movie the second time and that's why I felt like watching the first time even was that um, especially because you know I don't know him 
I don't know this guy's movies really, mm. but that so quickly into it, I felt like I was, I was like trusting, mm-hmm. like I was like, I totally feel like I, oh, I, yeah. I want to follow in, where in, he's taking yeah, you're me in and I know what's hands. happening. Yeah. 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 I feel you. I do feel you there. Yeah. And I, <clears throat> cause I commented on that with uh, Santa Sangre of being unsure for a while, whether I was. Mm-hmm. I was in, in capable hands and that was part of why right. by the end when he fully stuck the landing I was like oh thank god yeah. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. is he just a madman <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you when, when, the, when the movie opens on Birdman yeah, you have, you have, you have yeah, the tree yeah. in the asylum you're just yeah. like oh god Uh-oh. oh boy <laughs> we'll see we will see <laughs> but then it's unexpected yeah. like how well it like <clears throat> sticks the landing yeah right? yeah oh yeah yeah I, I, I guess mine's less I'm, unexpected because people are like, it's the fifth greatest movie of all time. Oh, so I guess well, it's a little you, less. You're saying that as though that's a general um, refrain. I've never heard anyone say that. I mean, that, it's on so. the sight and sound list, for, okay. uh, like number five. It's on all the lists. Okay. okay. It, uh, yeah. If you're like a person who's interested, like I, I like lists. I like lists too. Like I'm a, I like making lists. I like, like that's part was part of the impetus for like this, this? The yeah, f- yeah. changing the format of the show to this was that like we get to come up with lists, lists. of different kinds of movies <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. sure okay and then pick which one is the best one sure, like sure. i love making top 10 lists mm-hmm. of like albums and movies and stuff like that yeah and so like <laughs> i would see I stay up at night making lists oh my god <laughs> work yes. up to jinx i'm like i'm gonna keep the light on because i'm gonna work on my list <laughs> <laughs> right now i'm working on my top <laughs> top five lists of all time scratchy, 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 scratchy. The, the top five lists that i've personally made yeah. of jinx all time is like how many notebooks are you gonna go through i'm like all of them oh my god <laughs> when back to school time comes around i'm stocking up I, i'm destroying the environment with all the paper that i'm filling oh yeah of, with <sighs> completely lists. but in the mood for love is always on those lists. Always, okay. always. Okay. Like if you it's look even on at yours, like, yeah. <laughs> if you look at like a list of like best movies of all time or like hundred best movies, it's always in there. Mm-hmm. It's right under Paddington too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no shit. For, listen, I haven't seen Paddington too. It's probably I amazing. Either. I'm holding it for a day when I really want to feel good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah but I'm hear. feeling bummed. I, I saw Paddington one. I loved it. Hey guys, and, Henry to that. And the it fact that we heard spoiler, that it's better, we may be talking about Paddington one pretty soon. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. I get what you. What is going on? I get you. Next I category. I. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't even put that together. I hadn't thought about it. Yeah. It oh. Might. I'm not saying we will. I'm saying we might. We might. Up top. We'll definitely talk about it now. <laughs> anyway, most unexpected. It'll, it might at least be mentioned. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm kicking myself for not putting on my list. Um. Okay. So, what do we think? Th- where do we think the point goes? <sighs> English speaking bear movies. That's what we're doing next. <laughs> Everybody, stop. stop. <laughs> uh, I feel honestly, I feel good giving it to Santa Sangre. Like, I do too. I feel actually. Santa Sangre That's was where I'm sitting as well. As it, it was the most unexpected for real. I I mm-hmm. I mean the. The, the shallowness of I was expecting to have to read it. So, yes, <laughs> yeah. that's not. And yeah, it was I, I, what you just described. Like, I was expecting to struggle to keep up and to, like, identify what's happening and, like, feel like I was just following a thread as opposed to an actual plot or whatever. Right. And that was not. And yeah. so it was unexpected at how... St- y- 
how well it was executed. I guess mm -hmm. that's the the summary. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm comfortable giving it to Sean, sure to Sangre, especially going <laughs> against what we know about Alejandro Jodorowsky. Like, I don't know basically anything. So. Well, he's known for like his surreal, oh sure, okay, kind of like abstract filmmaking, sure, and that was why we mm -hmm. landed on it, right? Ish. That it's the most accessible. But like Peck and Poff, you know, even if you aren't haven't seen any of his movies, if you're familiar with him and mm -hmm. in like his reputation, then you like the Wild yeah, Bunch right fits online. pretty cozy into mm -hmm. that. Well, and I would probably linear. guess it defines it for him, right? Like the stories of what was going sure. on mm -hmm. set. Yeah. And same with yeah, Wong Kar Wai. Like I think if you know anything about Wong Kar Wai, you know that he's one of the best to ever do it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like he's regarded pretty as pretty much all I know. Okay. He's regarded as being like a very good director, and this is a real good movie. So, so several of must his be true. He usually on those lists that we were talking about, so multiple like of his movies regularly appear on there. Yeah, like okay. in the mood for love, Chunking Express, like yeah, will often Express. show up on those lists too. So like, isn't Chunking Express where they they perfected that effect of vomit coming out of the wrist? So where they're chunking. Oh no, it's uh, that's up chunking express. <laughs> oh, up chunking. Yes, I'm mixing it up. Uh, uh, I, like I said, I've only seen this one. <laughs> the first and that other one <laughs> that, that I didn't yeah. understand what I was seeing. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite instances of somebody holding their wrist, like their palm, up to their face oh, to yeah. throw up is the. Uh, <laughs> I I had like the best so of Will Ferrell yeah. Volume Two, the DVD, oh, when yeah. he's doing on the spinning platform, yeah. singing "It's the Most Wonderful Time of Year," yeah. and then starts throwing up. I think the first time I saw that, I could not stop laughing. <laughs> like I think I was mm, like twelve or something like yeah. that, and I was like, "This is the best thing I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> Um, okay, so okay, Santa, Santa Sangre. One Wish point I had for the Will Santa. Ferrell when I was 12. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had Dana Carvey. I did. Mm. Mm, Carvey's not the same as Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah but when you see him in the Morrison Center in fifth grade, it's like Whoa. the greatest fucking thing in the world. Oh, sure. I love Dana Carvey. <laughs> yeah, he's just not. He's not so the same. funny. Okay, most influential. Bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hundred p, bro. Obviously, it's it's. I think it's pop, pretty really? obvious. How many Chinese people are there? <laughs> In the mood for how love, many? How many anybody? Chinese directors In have crossed over? Love? How many Chinese directors have crossed over as a result of Wong Kar Wai? Now that we have a Chinese director two. dominated maybe industry, two. maybe okay, one or two. Maybe not. Okay, yeah. it's probably yeah. uh, Sam. It's probably Peck and Sam Peckinpah, like for specifically sure. the Wild Bunch. <laughs> Yeah. The Wild Bunch. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yep. This one's worth two points. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you kind of a shoe in for it doesn't make it worth more points. I know, I know. I think obviously all three of them are influential in their way. Like, I yeah, think Yodorowsky's um, definitely influential in a lot of ways. Like, But I don't think you'd point to this. I don't think you'd point to Santa Sangre. No? Probably no, because not. Because I think when people talk about. Yodorowsky, they talk about El Topo or the Holy Mountain. Yeah. Those are the two that everybody... I agree. I agree. Filmmakers, specifically. Those are, those are the two that I yeah, kind okay. of had heard about. Yeah. Um, before I watched Santa Sangre. And also, the sheer number of Westerns compared to, um, like, bummer love stories <laughs> and... Um, surrealist 
horror movies. Mm-hmm. Like the sheer number of westerns that it has influenced. Yeah, is I mean. <laughs> Preposterous! Like the just the number of westerns that have been made that are gritty. And it's like yeah, everything's yeah. like post Wild Bunch. If yeah. it's a western, it's yeah, exactly. Post Wild Bunch. I don't know. I mean, sure, okay. Yeah, I mean, more or, or it less. Sucks. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Or it's the man from Snowy River or some bullshit. I mean, you, yeah, <laughs> and for children to watch. You got like Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> you got your No Country for Old Men. You got your Cohen's uh-huh. True Grit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you've got your remake of 310 to Yuma, I think was oh my pretty. God, I love that movie. Yeah, me lot. too. It's yeah. really good. Ben <sighs> Foster's the shit. Fuck, dude. Ben Foster. We should do a Ben Foster cast. That movie rules. I'd be down to do that. <clears throat> yeah. Young Guns 2 is like 100%. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically a remake of it Wild, is, the Wild Bunch. It actually, like, yeah. because it's yeah, 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 Billy yeah. the Kid, though, it sure. does, like, recreate so many scenes that he recreated in Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, oh. uh, the Sam Peckinpah version. Yeah. And so it does kind of feel like a real yeah. peckinpah Yeah. <laughs> but then, sequel. like, with, like, In the Mood for Love specifically, like, there might be other movies that are, like, similar types of love stories, but the way it's... Oh, it's But they're not presented so in the way yeah. In the Mood... Like, In the Mood for Love seems so singular, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what makes it so great. Yeah. And I think it's probably been hugely influential on filmmakers i'm sure of it but you're not going to specifically find it it is interesting it is interesting like i've never seen any approach to a story like that yeah it's like a the way that he does that story to me i mean i feel like like i've seen similar (laughs) movies because i was like this is hitting my my spots right of like the things that i like but the 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 way he's doing it the subtlety of it but the the specifics of never showing us the other half of the story yeah characters like i've never seen that since then that's the only time i've seen that you know the impression think of i can't i mean the thing that i kind of come up with in my mind is that there's influences where you're like I want to do that. And then there's influences where you're like, oh, that's what you can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, in the mood for love, like if I was a filmmaker, it would be something where I would see it and be like, oh, I can tell a love story in a unique way. Mm-hmm. Or I can, yeah. you know, I can tell. <laughs> or you'd be like, nope, I can't do it. <laughs> if I was inspired by it. You know what I mean? Like, or you'd it's be not like, necessarily I, where yeah. I'd be like, I want to make In the Mood for Love. It'd be yeah. like, I want to, like, this just opened up a lot of possibilities for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I personally would kind of take from it. Whereas, like, it seems like with the Wild Bunch, people saw the Wild Bunch and were like, I want to do the Wild Bunch. Yeah. yeah. I want to tell, well, and I want to go tell stories like this. Yes. Well, there's, yeah. there's, yeah, I think the actiony nature of the Wild Bunch, like, uh, the, his stylized action sequences with the slow motion and all that, so, like, in your face influential mm-hmm. like because it did it made you know other action look weird and, and silly almost so it also so, influenced <clears throat> other movies that weren't even westerns well <laughs> right. and, yeah, and, totally. and as we were yeah. show, talking about during it like it's not glorifying that violence and and the deaths seem to have like weight oh yeah yeah and that that fed fed right into the more gritty realism totally. of the 70s right? no i'm totally saying the wild bunch wins this yeah. category but in the mood for love, I'm saying my, uh, you know, that's influential on filmmakers in a way where you're like, um, you know, you might take away from it that like, oh, I don't need to, uh, mm. yeah, yeah, less, so, less is more, yeah, yeah, tone shit down, let things happen. Specific motions can tell a whole story, you know. It's yeah. like, and those things you see them, but it's not, you well, know, and it's like 
lots of people do it in lots different of people ways. try so, I think yeah. is, mm-hmm. a, is a good way and to some people that. you know there's there's it's hard to do great filmmakers that can that tell stories like this and yeah. he's he's one of them yeah. that's could, for sure and it, a really perfect example of it <laughs> it could also be so like our good. american united states bias too you know what i mean like we're just yeah. mm-hmm. more privy to the influences that the wild bunch has had that's because true. we yeah. live here whereas if maybe if we lived in like hong yeah. kong or china like we would see the influence of in the mood for love on chinese yeah. cinema more yeah who knows there was a I whole mean, space the chinese like, probably in the mood for love <laughs> ripoffs that came out like right after it was like Maybe their pulp d- fiction direct video <laughs> like... i mean recently I, the movies that i can think now of there's a whole bunch of people that are like one car why oh, <laughs> get your fucking uh, your dorm room posters <laughs> i mean everything everywhere all at once has like a scene in it yeah, that's like yeah. straight out of into yeah, love and then also sure. recently like past lives i feel like yeah, I need was to watch that still pretty influenced one is that uh it's a, a movie that came out last year it's a24 it's oh, like oh past lives yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah but that's also like a, a a love story told in a similar way mm-hmm. but not presented in yeah. the same way so like story wise it seems like it could have been influenced by a movie yeah. like in the mood for love mm-hmm. but it's definitely not presented in the same way okay. right um sure but like I'm it, thinking of like a movie like was it Drive My Car last year or the year before? Did you guys see that? Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. I feel like that was doing a similar thing, but it didn't work for me as well. Oh, hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like I guess I can. I don't know if it's that familiar. It's just kind of like that's an approach. Yeah. That I don't, yeah, you know, the idea of kind but, of trust oh. the audience to feel it and understand rather than tell. Like, yeah. Rather than put trust it in your face. that what you put on screen tells. them. Like, exactly. Yeah. Where, and I, I, I'm on board with be what like, you're saying there. It didn't. It it's didn't there. Land. If you don't pick it up, fine. <laughs> but it's there. Yeah. But the Wild Bunch is definitely more, more like in your face influential. Where like when you watch the Wild Bunch, if you haven't seen it, but you've seen all the things that it's influenced, you're like, oh, I get now yeah. all those other movies. The context is even richer because I've seen this now. Yeah. You yeah. know. Plus, it's um, right at the beginning of like New Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, that's of, what mm-hmm. I was thinking. As you know, well. with the nihilism of the late '60s and like this, this whole like, yeah. fuck it, everything's fucked right. kind of an attitude. It really like it's part of those that batch of movies that's really kicking off the '70s. So, yeah, yeah I just feel like you feel peck and paw from then on. <clears throat> okay, so, especially oh. when by the time Convoy comes out. Exactly. So that's a half point for Dylan. What's going on? <laughs> Just double checking everything because it all was like I had to like redo, okay. I had to redo stuff. So I just wanted to recheck everything really yeah, quick. Me too. Yeah, I'm just glad recording. you're doing that because I'd be very disappointed having to go over this again. I don't know right. that we'd be able to do it again. <laughs> just have to release an episode where we just read a list. <laughs> this guy oh, won this, so one, this one. Okay. This one. Uh, <laughs> best in show. Well, hmm. God damn. I, I know where my my heart lines lands. Me too. I mean, we could talk about the other ones. I mean, yeah. Son- I love, love, love The Wild Bunch. And I really love Santa Sangre. Yeah. I've seen The Wild Bunch several times. So yeah. Like that one, it's kind of best my favorite. Show. But I think the best movies in The Wound for Love. Yeah. I actually I feel the same. I maybe. could not wait to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. After it's, I finished it, I was like, I want to watch this again. Yeah. And I want to tell everybody who hasn't yeah. seen it yeah. to watch it. It's absolutely yeah. the best movie of the three. <laughs> Without, <Yeah. laughs> I mean, hands down. It's so unique and yeah, 
so simple mm-hmm. and yet and so beautiful. Com- it's complex. so fucking beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. the soundtrack, the 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 music in it. I feel like it's the most human. Yeah. Every there the is noodles. A, there, mm. <laughs> I love noodles. It's definitely. I mean, the noodles alone. Yeah. It's a, it's. <laughs> I mean, I came for the smoke just billowing out of onto the ceiling, and I stayed for the noodles. <laughs> We we should maybe we should do for a, the prolonged cigarette smoke. Maybe, <laughs> maybe yeah. we should do um, best food movies at one point. Ooh, like, I'm down. M- m- doesn't I don't. I said it like that. I'm no, so into it. Ooh. Not even like um, necessarily like chef cooking movies or anything like yeah, that. But just movies where like food plays a prominent role. Central. Yeah, yeah. I got. I that would be fun. I'm gonna write that down. One. Okay. Write oh, it by the way, write it on that piece of paper. I had that, one that, that came that straight to my brain. Erases the ink. Um, so did I. It came straight to your brain. Yeah, it came all over my brain, like just immediately. <laughs> with that, with that topic, as soon you mean as that cop topic came up? I had one. I had I had nothing but Brad Pitt movies coming to my head. Oh, good. Yeah, because <laughs> he's eating all the time. Uh, exactly. Um, oh shit! I got. I just came up with two really fast that I just have to write down. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I also worried. <laughs> I also we've talked about doing like a Steven Spielberg like later era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, I, I came up with. A- Go ahead. But I thought I thought of a great title for it if we ever do it. Hmm. Spielberg ahead. <laughs> um, okay, so best in show in the mood for love. In in the mood for love is I think yeah, I easily think so. the best. Of oh, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. As yeah, soon yeah. as we sat down, I was like, yeah, "That's the best movie I, here." Come I on. think they're all come ph- on. phenomenal. Come I on. like them all, no, and no, I'd rewatch any of them. Yeah, at, yeah. I mean, we don't need point. to qualify it. It just it's hands down the best film yeah. all, all around. It's effectively a perfect movie yeah in in a way that's so unexpected i mean that and the ending alone i mm. think is like yeah, yeah. solidifies it to me as like mm. one of the best movies i've ever seen yeah that's why it's on those <laughs> lists yeah. that T- tucker was getting all excited about. Mm-hmm. oh god i love lists <laughs> i love lists god, damn it. i love lamp <laughs> <laughs> okay so the next one? it's all tied up as of right now yep yep so, so we got cremacho oh Okay. I'm not really sure of a good cry macho for my movie, to be frank. Hi, everybody. I'm Frank. Um, <laughs> I mean, the closest thing for a cry macho, because it's not, there's no, nothing stands out to me for what I like to think of as cry macho, honestly. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's that moment at towards like right before the last big thing when it's the like, he just comes up and says, let's go. And they all just go like yeah. that's a cry macho moment, but it doesn't even really. It, it that's like <clears throat> stretching to find one that I identify yeah. that. I mean, that and maybe the horses, the exploding bridge with the horses that's, and the guys on the horses amazing. falling. Yeah. That's that's a cry macho, but it's you know it's it's the movie doesn't really lend itself to the spirit of cry macho, mm. if you will. I feel like the uh, opening of that movie. I think just as far as like uh, setting tone and stuff like the, the scorpion ants mm-hmm. are kind of okay. cry macho for me. Sure. I also think it's like one of the best directed by credits ever when they finally make it through town and it's the, you know, the, the yeah. fucking drums and yeah. shit are mm-hmm. going that whole time. And every now and then it's pausing for a credit. Yeah. And then they finally make it into the bank <clears throat> and then they finally start the robbery and William Holden says, if they move, kill them. And yeah. he goes to sepia, and it's like directed by Sam Peckinpah. <laughs> oh, that's I, I didn't like, pick up on that, yeah. but that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's a pretty good that's one. Pretty good. Yeah. That's, a, that's a pretty good cry macho moment. Yeah, yeah that's pretty it's good. Okay, but pretty good. It's just pretty good. So the, I, I think know. the other one for me that kind of sticks out as potential cry macho is when they're all just like 
sitting around laughing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I feel you. I can't not see them acting in that moment. I mean, it's I, it's a time period. For, that's that's when you know earlier I was saying that this you know holds up perfectly for today, and it would. It just it still just feels acted. It doesn't feel natural. I, I agree, but for me, like when we're talking about cry macho, a lot of times it's like that thing, that moment, or that scene, or that action, or that piece of dialogue, or something mm, okay. that m- makes me kind of like that makes it stick out. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. as different than well, other movies, you no, know what and, I mean. And you're reminding me, or of, as something special, like and, that and, and special you're, something. You're reminding me of of another moment in there when Angel is like losing his shit, and he is not gonna have it. Mm-hmm. And William Holden, right? He, he's mm-hmm. like, you're either gonna be with us or you're not. And that moment, you know, because you up until then, you've I've felt like Angel's on the periphery. He's not really gonna be a part of this crew, and so that capturing that feeling between two you know whatever alpha yeah. dudes or whatever just yeah. badasses and him going okay and giving himself all the way in that feels very cry macho mm-hmm. to me because mm-hmm. especially at the end because William Holden then turns and gives up everything because yeah. Angel's on the rocks and, and I he's think he's not gonna just let him go like as far <laughs> as like uh, feeling like this is different than other things like it that um final let's go mm. and there's no music or mm-hmm. anything and they all just like oh, why not they don't have to say they, it they just know they what they're, know what yeah. they're gonna do yeah they know they're all yeah. about to die yeah and they go walking into that village with their guys fucking love it like it's pretty bad chills every time yeah you know? i just got chills as you yeah. describing that <laughs> <No. laughs> yeah. yeah so for me that's the most cry macho from that movie i'm I, I, let's talk about in the mood for love or, or do you want to go to something? Do you want to go temper or uh, uh, sequentially? Or I mean, whatever. Um, I mean, Santa Sangre, I think, has a lot of cry macho. That's moments. part of why I was. That's part of why I was going to, to in the mood for love uh, now, next because okay. really lends itself to cry macho. So yes, in the mood for love, in the mood for love has like cry macho things that are like not the type of cry macho things that like make me like jump up from my chair right. and like scream <laughs> right. or, or mm-hmm. like it's got a lot of cry macho stuff in the other direction where I'm like oh. thoughtful. Yeah. yeah. Feeling. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But like also the, like, like the talking like... into the, into the stone at the end into the hole in the stone. Sure. Yeah. That's a good one. The, I mean, I feel like the not showing the spouses when I caught on to that yeah. early on, I was yeah. like, oh, like this, yeah. I understand what he's doing. This is cool. And I like, um, the second time through, that opening quote mm-hmm. is That's a what I was gonna say. movie yeah. Yeah. moment. Yeah, on the second time through, for sure. Yeah. The the opening and closing text, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> damn, damn, it's like, jam, jam. That's oh, a bad outfit. It's like yeah. so incredibly <laughs> he turns moving. Into Macho Man, yeah. Randy Savage. Oh, oh brother, yeah. hit me right in the gut. Right in the fields, brother. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You got me. One car wide, you got me. Oh, my Receptacle. God. I'm unzipped, one car wide. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Snap into like, my Slim Jim. Uh, you guys um, On that episode of crazy. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, when they get uh, therapized <laughs> by uh, Carrie Kenny Silver, 
and she's like the therapist uh-huh. and she's talking to Frank about his time in the uh, quote unquote nitwit school and he's like it was horrible oh god you unzipped me you unzipped me you bitch <laughs> nitwit school nitwit that show is so fucking great um <laughs> okay so, so but Yodorowsky let's get over to okay. Santa Saga okay number one for me right mm-hmm. off the bat is the when the knife throwing lady is like Ooh. jizzing her pants while she's getting knives yeah. thrown at her yeah. that was like I mentioned it on the episode where I was like okay I'm into this movie <laughs> this movie rules that's what I said dude come on there's like there's like a, <laughs> a, a cry macho movement every like five or ten yeah. minutes yeah it's true dumping the elephant over the cliff mm-hmm. <laughs> all those people diving down to get the elephant meat yeah the that when the elephant's nose starts bleeding come oh, on bro yeah. the that, i mean the concept bro. of bro. the mom like putting her or the the son putting his arms through the mom, mom and doing a performance with that <laughs> is like Dude, when her arms get lopped off yeah, yeah. jesus christ okay well, this yeah, obviously I mean, it's, wins. it's walking I, away I, with I, it. I, I mean yeah. how many <laughs> movies have you seen where somebody like burns somebody's dick off with acid. acid. Yeah. Oh boy. I mean like four. Yeah, four, five, six, maybe. <laughs> if you're lucky. Only only <laughs> four, five, yeah. or six. <laughs> um not enough. Oh my gosh. Not yeah, enough. Yeah. I mean to me, Santa Sangre fits the category of Cry Macho yeah. kind Dude, of to a T. They yeah. should call that movie Cry Macho. Dude, they should. Yeah. yeah. It just the opening sequence of him being a bird, <laughs> naked on a perch. That's yeah. a crime on, in hindsight, in the right. moment, you're like, I, I was on the same page as Brett. I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> this could go. This <laughs> could we'll be see. good. This could be very bad. <laughs> you're on thin ice, Jodorowsky. You're on thin ice, oh, brother. He's, he's eating raw fish. Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Santa Sangre, I think, is fair. Okay. So are we on to the... We're on to the... Most vacant... What's the name of the title? Blind Blind Spot Filled. Blindest of the Blind Spot. Blind Spot Colon Filled. Blind Spot... Oh, the colon's been filled. The Blind Spot's (laughs) colon is full. Right? Uh, yeah. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. So wait, does this mean we're we Which were supposed one to made you need to had, take a shit the most? We had, yeah. it, the 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 assignment here was we had to go then fill the blind spot with all the rest of the movies and then whoever did that gets the win. Yeah. Oh, damn. Two points. <laughs> Two points. <laughs> Swish. Okay. I think that you probably have a pretty good idea what a Sam Peckinpah movie is like now. I think you're right. I think that. You, I think that. You have a pretty good have a idea. Pretty good idea <laughs> of what a Yorosky. weirder like. Yeah, just more weird. But I get. I think um, I get it. Yeah, I get, I get where he's coming from. And I mean, I assume I have a pretty. This good is idea this of is what this is this is where this like, is why so. my 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 spider sense went off of like how do we do this because yeah. it's extremely subjective. Because here's what I'm thinking. Like, I think we have to take it as the like blind what spot I, full. Is what, what I was getting it. at earlier with. Which of these directors is the biggest blind spot? Right? Like, is Peckinpah, Wong Kar Wai, or Yodorowsky? I mean, it's all subjective. Well, we can well, like, but, but, think but, but, about but, but, their but, but, filmographies but, 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 and how no. many more essential movies are there. there right. This is this is in line with where I'm going, is having watched this one film from the director, have you got it? Right. Is it necessary? I mean... Obviously, it's necessary because you want to be, you know, want to understand and have a more complete understanding. But if the rest of your life you can't, 
have you already got a good vibe on what they're done, what they can do, what well, they've done? Well, in that mm-hmm. case, then I would say no with the Wild Bunch. Okay. Because I feel I'm like... Not gonna, I'm not going to argue. Just because the only other one I've seen is Straw Dogs. And it's quite different. And it's, No, it's not quite different, but I do feel like... Like, if I had to pick whether I'd seen... Like, of the two Peckinpah movies that I've seen... Is it like Wild Bunch? Do I feel like I better understand Peckinpah? Or is it Straw Dogs? Do I feel like I better understand Peckinpah? Mm-hmm. I would say maybe Straw Dogs. Mm. Like, okay. I think Straw okay. Dogs is a pretty like seminal movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's dealing with a lot of the same concepts as Wild Bunch, mm-hmm. but in uh, like a thematically different way. <coughs> um, and I don't know that like, I don't know that the Wild Bunch encapsulates Peckinpah as well as Straw Dogs does. Mm. And you as somebody who's sure. seen more Peckinpah, like I know you really like Bring Me the Head of Alfredo mm-hmm. Garcia. I don't know what that what if that maybe even speaks to him as a filmmaker even more. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that one, if you wanted to be like really get into the uh the muck of Peckinpah, like that one's like That's the probably one. the hardest core Peckinpah okay. movie. Right. Um but yeah, I think, and I think Straw Dogs, I think it's true, like kind of as he pushes further into uncomfortable territory, I think there that's where it it, it okay. shines best for me. I can see that. Um, but Wild Bunch <laughs> is definitely part of that, for sure. I mean. Because Wild Bunch is like the beginning of his and plus he lineage, did so you know what I mean? many, yeah, and he did so many westerns. Yeah, like okay. so, it's kind of yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, the ones yeah, not I'm, being westerns. Are I'm trying a little... to generalize these approaches to the other two directors as you guys are speaking because I'm not disagreeing. I'm trying to think how do we apply similar. Okay, reasons. so like, like with, with Santa Sangre, yeah, like I feel like I do need to watch El Topo yeah. and the Holy Mountain to fully understand. I don't feel like, I feel like Santa Sangre is a good gateway, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. but I don't feel like the blind spot is filled. Like I feel, I feel like too. I got more Yodorowsky to watch. I agree. But what I've about seen with... El Topo and I've never seen the Holy Mountain and this make me like, Oh, I need to, I need to watch these. But now what about <clears throat> with Wong Kar Wai? Similar. Like now, has anyone, have you seen Chungking Express? No. <laughs> I so, thought I, I thought I had, and then I looked at the thing on it. And I, I know I, that I like, I want to see more Wong Kar Wai. But do I have a handle on Wong Kar Wai? So this is what this is kind of what this is what I'm getting at with with In the Mood for Love. I feel like because In the Mood for Love is so goddamn incredible of a movie that I feel like if I never saw another Wong Kar Wai movie, Mm -hmm. I would be okay. You know what I mean? That's where I was starting from. Yeah. Which of these is going to satisfy that the most? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I truthfully, I think it's In the Mood for Love. Ah. I know I don't want Tucker so well, far ahead like of me, it. but but I, I like but it. I don't here because with in the with Wong Kar Wai, I want to see his other movies. I feel <laughs> like I should see his other movies. I feel like I need to see his other movies, but I think in the mood for love might be his pinnacle. Right? I'm also here's here's to be devil's advocate a little bit. Keanu Reeves, yeah. To be, yeah. He's Got a great ass, fucking asshole. <laughs> In terms of needing to fill the blind spot, I am moved to watch more Sam Peckinpah. I am moved to watch more Wong Kar Wai. I'm not as moved to watch more 
Yodorowsky. Fuck you. It's not, it's, it's not like you are connected to him somehow. My point being... Take it personal. My point being... You just being, don't want me to win, you son of a bitch. No, I think you do win because as far as I'm concerned, that gap is filled. I hmm. feel like hmm. I got enough. I get it. I don't need to see more to understand any deeper. It's the most accessible as we've talked about. Mm-hmm. It, to me, fits that bill perfectly. Oh, Hmm. Interesting. Wong Kar Wai, I'm intrigued. I'm curious what more he does, how he approaches other topics. Sam Peckinpah, as we've just gone through, he's like he's just a brute force and he's gonna mm-hmm. like create something that's, you know, far more you know, it's an uglier sense in mean this is how I feel about it. Yodorowsky, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 so I to okay. me, it goes to it. To mm. me, it goes to uh, Santa Sangre. It's an interesting I, point. I think it is an interesting point. I, to, I, I mean, I love it because it means I would win. Right. That's my least favorite part of the point. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, to me, I, I mean, and I'm not trying to be obstinate. That's where I land. Like this yeah. is this is to no, me. That's, the I think most that critical. is a really good point. I think that's a very valid point. Yeah. To me, the other end of that, though, the other side of that spectrum is. Which of these movies is the most distilled vision, like version of this filmmaker? But because we're coming at mm-hmm. it from the notion that we don't know the filmmaker, that's the whole point of the right but, topic. But when people talk about Yodorowsky, other than you, they don't talk about Santa Sangre. I disagree. I would guarantee it's at the top of everyone's Yodorowsky, Santa Sangre, and then the rest because it's the most accessible. Is the it was released in English in the United States. Yeah, I, but that I, doesn't they, mean anyone saw it. Nobody's seen any of them uh, other than that. I mean, El Topo was one of the original like midnight movies. It was in that wave with Eraserhead and Pink Flamingos. Like it's one of those. It okay. started a genre, acid okay. westerns. Okay. Like it's credited as starting acid the the subgenre of acid, acid westerns, westerns yeah. which that could be a potential category too. But, oh. but let's put it up there with Eraserhead and with. Um, Pink flamingos. Pink flamingos. Like yeah, Those sure. are not the movies that are seminal for David Lynch or for. They are not. Oh. I don't care what. I, they are. They are purists, sure, but that is not what people think of when they think of David Lynch. That is not of what people think of when they think of of uh, uh, what the fuck is John, John, John Waters. Thank you. It I isn't? mean, they do. They do, but they don't go. This is the movie that defines who they are. It's movies later that define who they are. It is. Even if you, because you're a purist, you're you're disagreeing. I'm correct, though. I would maybe I disagree think, on John Waters. I feel why? like. What pink, do you think of when you think of John Waters? But you, pink this fl- was, but this is a movie, but he's a director that you are a gap on. You, exactly. You have a blind and spot Pink on. Flamingos is like the one of his movies that I know besides Crybaby. Mm-hmm. And, but everybody, Hairspray everybody, is the thing. Yeah, but like Hairspray's like became such a big hit that no one knows it's John Waters. Right. Like no one fucking knows. But, um, Pink okay. Flam- when I think of John Waters having he not seen many David of his Lynch. movies, he never David made Lynch. another hairspray. <laughs> David <laughs> Lynch is well, Pecker. A lot of, yeah, but David Lynch Pecker is the, is the law norm. PG <laughs> hairspray is a my point is, is PG yes. rated family film. Basically, done what by John actually Waters. is their best but in their most. I'm not saying that it's their best. I'm not right. saying Either whatever one of them the it's their best. But I think that Lynch's career is jumping off of Eraserhead, and everything that he does is already in Eraserhead. Like you could show Eraserhead to people and be like, 
That's David Lynch. And most people would be like, fuck that guy. Sure. Uh, yeah, sure. But it's so, the but most David Lynch. Good, you'd have a good the feeling most, about right. who he was. Right. But You've, if you watch you some the of those, blind but spot. if you watch yeah. some of his other films, you've also filled the blind spot without having to be turned off by him. Right? This is this is my point. We're we're not talking about the so best. I think of that's their, a good point. That's they're a valid not talking point. about yeah. their best quality stuff. Yes, going back and filling the blind spot to see more of Yodorowsky's films will make you feel more of a completist. But do you need to? I don't think you do. See, I think you're done with what you've got. I I don't know. To me, that's where this hits. Because hmm. you're not done with Sam Peckinpah. You know he's got different things that he's got out there. I mean, these are good, like, with... You've really thrown a wrench thing. in what I was, where this the direction what I'm saying. I was going. This is what I'm saying. And I, I'm, not, I'm not meaning you to be, but find... I feel entrenched in this because to me that's what the whole crux of this category I, is. I, I'm, I'm with you to an extent, but I feel like Tuck, I feel like our point is also valid. I feel like it's oh, yeah. val- valid on the other Here's end. Here's the thing. So we kind of just have to of make a decision. Of the three of these yeah. directors, where are you going to land next? So uh, for me, if it comes down to like Santa Sangre and In the Mood for Love, then what it comes down to is which movie am I okay with getting killed off? Mm. And I would, unfortunately for me, I would say Santa oh, Sangre. Sangre. Yeah, I'm not thinking that's of it true. like that. That's a good point. Because <laughs> like, I don't want In the Mood for true. Love to disappear off the planet. Especially right? because like if we kill Wild Bunch <laughs> and Santa Sangre, we still have Straw Dogs. We still have... Uh, Okay. This is El okay. Topo. We have the Holy Mountain. You're bringing me around too. Okay. If okay. we kill okay. off in the mood for love, we might have other Wong Kar Wai movies that are also great. I but hear Chunking Express is incredible. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, and yeah, I really want. Great. I'm going yeah. to go watch it. Yeah, like, it's, for sure. Yeah, I. I want to say I it personally gives me the I, inverse feeling though because of that because of the way we s- framed the category. Right. But. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cause a wedge any longer. I mean, I mean I I'm, think, I'm fine giving it over. On, I think both are valid. Yeah, I think yeah, both yeah. are perfectly yeah, valid. Yeah, so yeah. then I'm like, well, what's going to be the tiebreaker? Which one do I want to survive? Which one do I there am I okay with dying? You know right. what I mean? And yeah. to me, it's in the mood for love. Like I want to save in the mood for love. Yeah. I think yeah. Santa okay. Sangre, you got to die. You're right. You got to die. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I feel like you're right. also just yeah. Never mind. You're right. You're right. I don't need to make the point further. I guess you're right. We don't need to belabor it. Yeah. I guess it's all over now. Quit belaboring. <laughs> I guess it's just. And so dumb. now Dylan and I get the each get two points. Yeah, we get two points. We and each Tucker, get one point. No, loses no, no, a point. No, no, Tucker loses a point. Tucker loses a point. New, 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 new. We talked about this. Wait, we talked. I think we talked about it. We decided that whichever team I'm on, we'll get the point. Get the extra. Get an extra point. And then if you guys won. We like then you, you each would get you half a point. Give yeah, your right, points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you would give, you. give your points to me. Right. Yeah, That's how we agree. You, on. All right. Mark it on yeah, the board, bro. bro. Put it on the big board. Put it on the big board, Brad. I don't know where the big marker is. Oh, God. That's convenient. That's convenient. <laughs> oh, it's oh here it is. I had to hide it because if you remember, Finn oh, was yeah. sniffing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling contentious <laughs> about this eraser head point just because I oh, feel like God. it. Just because it might turn people off doesn't mean that that blind spot wouldn't be filled. Because I think Eraserhead is a fine representation. Like, it's not I even think a you full would be like, film, isn't it? Isn't it like yeah, it's a full film. Minutes, it's ninety minutes. minutes. Oh, I thought it was shorter than that. But and and it's also not. I don't know. I mean, I'm. A, I could stand up for it, but I I just feel like that. Like if you showed me, uh, and if you showed me Pink Flamingos, I wouldn't know that he gets a little more accessible right. and less. 
less disgusting, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I would definitely feel like I had a handle on John Waters, right? And his sense of humor. I mean, the the David Lynch one I think is a little bit more debatable. I think that I can't the, think of another one though. I can think of more accessible ones, but I can't necessarily well, think of one where I'm like, it's so David Lynch. You know what I mean? I think like, like Mulholland like Drive un- is maybe more the new Twin Peaks. 18 hours if yeah, you wanted to use that as a very movie lynch. I'd be like that's that's I lynch never watched the new one but it's the fucking greatest thing I, I've ever seen in my life I think like Mulholland it's my favorite movie I think <laughs> Mulholland Drive return. might be could you could argue would be the David Lynch movie right okay I because, mean you could argue that's his best movie well I think it's I think it to me that is and like it does it does all to me stuff. that would be like Lynch firing on all mm-hmm. cylinders you know what I mean like yeah. to me that's the most like Lynch it gets while also being um, a two hour film <laughs> yeah a two not hour. an 18 hour one but like that's the most Lynch like Mulholland Drive versus like a racer head you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I think they're both dealing with like a lot of the same stuff mm-hmm. but I think in Mulholland Drive it's more pronounced maybe and more uh, I mean it would be a great example but I, sure. I also think I think uh, Eraserhead could I think Eraserhead also. you could show somebody yeah, Eraserhead I think the lawnmower movie is the, the yeah like said. the lawnmower movie yeah <laughs> what's it called a great story oh the straight story the straight story I was thinking <laughs> a about... great story <laughs> yeah. okay the lawnmower yeah, man that's a, great, that's a great movie no uh, yeah the, uh, it's so Lynchian <laughs> I mean it kind of is it is <laughs> everything it's he just, does is Lynchian yeah. it's very suburban like it's like a suburban story mm-hmm. But it does, it's not it's like G rated. Yeah. If you have, you give them the straight story and hairspray. Be like, right. these are these two guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So in the mood for love wins it uh, with three you points. Go. Do you remember John Waters on like I think it was on like Conan in like the early '90s or whatever when mm-hmm. Conan was new and he was like talking about how uh, when Pink Flamingos came, or when Hairspray got so big that uh, he had heard that some family had rented Pink Flamingos oh my after God. they saw Hairspray. Oh my uh, God, that's amazing. <laughs> him and and uh, uh, that they had like, you know, tried to get it all like banned and shit oh, again yeah, and all yeah, this. Yeah. And he was like, does it? He goes, he goes, I mean, just, you know, turn it off. He goes, like a singing asshole, turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's what I did when Forrest started to run. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, he would be, I, love I would Waters. love to like have a dinner with him. Like oh, just yeah. have like, yeah, have, totally go to like, go out for a long evening hanging out yeah. just chatting i saw be amazing. show at a film festival one year he was like the big draw was like sure his, his stage show it was so fun all right let's okay, uh, let's, let's wrap this. this up so i can go pee oh i thought oh, we okay. were done okay yes okay all right i win <laughs> okay. tucker wins congratulations in the mood for love you survive to fight another day <sighs> santa sangre and the wild bunch you're dead fuck forever you. fuck you you're dead <laughs> sorry they <laughs> you failed me <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what are we going to be talking about for our next series? Woo! I'm actually quite excited about this. We're doing... I think we're just going to call it. We got to just call it what it is, right? Yeah. There's yeah, no right. better title for it. Fish Out of Water. Right. We just, we're it's doing a our, fish out of water. Yeah, we're yeah, doing a fish, fish out, out of water series. So movies yeah, right. where that are like follow the fish out of water structure. 
Uh, so right. next week we're going to be talking about our nominees and going through some of our potential These picks. These are movies where someone is literally a fish. fished out of the water, right? <laughs> that's what I have. I have a long list. Yeah. yeah. The Fugitive. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right. That's a God great damn it. one. Hold on. I just thought of another one. <laughs> what are you doing? I got to pull up Captain my, I gotta pull up my list. It happened earlier. I stole that, <laughs> stole that from Jinx because she said... I was like, what if they don't want to do what I say? And I, what am I going to pick then? And because I have a specific That's caveat. Right. And uh, she's like, well, you know, I'm all in on overboard on this one. <laughs> and she was like, it's a literal fish out of water. But I was like, what? It's like, she goes, except that she's not a fish. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, wait, isn't it fished out of the water? <laughs> it's like, it should be. It yeah. definitely should be. Um. <laughs> All right. All right, let's do this. So, we gotta fish, go. fish out go. of water movies. It. We're going to be talking about that next week, and then we'll be spending the next few weeks talking about our picks. Talking about our picks. Uh, we're going to be hitting all the crocodile. <laughs> oh my god! Let's go! <laughs> let's go! Okay. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. <laughs> do all that normal podcast stuff that you uh, hear at the end of every podcast. Also, we're going to be doing a live podcast at Tree Fort 2024. Uh, so this. come check that. that out. Um, cool. <laughs> I pulled a couple strings. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> to some people. Uh, it's going to be really fun, so come check that out. Uh, the Pod 4 lineup was actually just recently announced. So it's fucking dynamite. It's going to be really fun this year. Um, and so uh, come, we'll be back next week. Until then, cry, cry macho, shitters. Santa Sangre.